Hi there. We welcome you to the Rush Hour podcast with Corky and B-Rush, the show. Well, we've changed things. We've compressed three hours of content into two hours, Monday through Friday, from 7 to 9 a.m. However, we're not skimping on the conversations. No, the very thing that made this podcast so popular is the thing that we're continuing. So, for the next 15 minutes or so, enjoy the latest podcast on the Rush Hour Morning Show with Corky and B-Rush. Ladies and gentlemen, I want winners. I want people that want to win. Go ahead. What's up, man? From Belmont, North Carolina, at a combined weight of 526 pounds. You play to win the game. Your tag team champions of the world, Brian Rushing. But they are who we thought they were. Corky Franks. See that? That's your IQ, buddy. Zero. The Rush Hour Morning Show. It's, it's unbelievable. You know, that's why sometimes I call you guys commies. That's why. And we welcome you into hour two of the Rush Hour Morning Show on AM 1450, 101.1 FM, WGNC, Gastonia, Charlotte, streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. Let's go ahead and pull up line five, bring on the head coach of the Winthrop Eagles, Mark Prosser. Coach, good morning. Welcome back to the Rush Hour Morning Show. How are you? Still trying to connect with Coach Mark Prosser here. On the Rush Hour Morning Show, we'll get him up here in just a second. This is a Winthrop Eagles club that is seven and three on the season. Coach, good morning. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay, <laughs> fantastic. Welcome I to the Rush Hour. Sorry about that. No, no, no. That's no. We're we're connected now, so all's good. Coach, a club that is seven and three, going into exams. And you got a very difficult road trip ahead. We're going to tie into that a little bit later on. But let's, if we could, let's talk about the game on Tuesday night. Um, to me, I thought that this was a matchup that I really truly hopes becomes a fixture for both the Queen's University schedule as well as the Winthrop schedule. To me, it makes a lot of sense for this I-77 rivalry to take place. I'd love to get your thoughts on the first matchup. Obviously, getting the win makes it a whole lot more palatable for you, but I'd love to hear what you have to say about the long-term effect of a rivalry of this nature. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, to your point, I think there's there's parts of our game that make a ton of sense. Um, and, you know, uh, scheduling is a is a wild thing in college sports. Um, and so it's hard to, you know, it's hard to project too far out. Um, you know, we started with sort of a two-year deal here where, um, you know, where they were able to come down and start at our place and we'll certainly return the game next year. But, um, you know, they have a very good team. They're traditionally very, very good. They're very well coached, um, you know, and it's a lot of local kids. And, and you know, and so it's uh, it makes sense in a lot of ways. And so I thought, you know, again, like you said, it's more palatable. It's a great word uh, when you win. Um, you know, but certainly it was a, a game that we were fortunate to, to, to emerge victorious, believe me, and um, just a co great college basketball game. And certainly we would be certainly open to continuing that conversation moving forward. Well, and, and one of the things that I would like to commend you and your staff on is, is this is a Queens University club that was a powerhouse at the Division II level. 
And there are certain programs, and I'm not trying to stir the pot or anything of that nature, but there are certain programs that would shy away from a rivalry of this sort based on the fact that, you know, the, the downside well outweighs the upside in playing a Division II powerhouse that's brand new into Division I. There are a lot of unknowns with what happens if. I really commend you guys for taking it upon yourself to make this a rivalry that I think could capture a lot of interest in the Charlotte Metro. With all of that said, you know, this is, this is a part of the world to where there are so many programs at the Division I level, it, it should make for some great regional rivalries. To me, I mean, obviously, you know about Western Carolina. Western Carolina coming down to take on Gardner-Webb. To me, that makes a lot of sense. A big South school versus a, so a SoCon school. Wofford, just last night, going to Gardner-Webb. To me, a lot of these regional rivals with non-conference foes I think makes a lot of sense and really adds to the health and vitality of the basketball scene here in the Charlotte Metro. Yeah, and I couldn't agree more. And like you said, we're very, very familiar with the Southern Conference after I was an assistant at Wofford for a long time. And uh, obviously really enjoyed our time being, you know, being a coaching staff up at Western Carolina as well. And, you know, it, it is. And sometimes I think it's important to understand it. You know, it's, it's sometimes it's about, you know, who will sign the contract and who will play, right? And so there's a lot of things that, um, that it makes sense. And, and, you know, as fans and college basketball fans and really fans of any sport, you know, you'd say, hey, look, well, this makes sense. Like, I'd really like to watch this, um, you know, but if the people that are involved don't don't feel good about it or are for whatever reason don't want to sign the contract, it makes it difficult. And so, um, you know, it's, it's you know, I'm, we're all trying to schedule 32 home wins uh, in college basketball scheduling. Um, you know, scheduling is sort of about who will play. I think a lot of times your coaches say, you know, we can't find anybody to play us. We can't find anybody to play us. But at the end of the day, honestly, it's we don't want to play the people that will play, <laughs> that will play us. And so, um, you know, when you have a good program like Queens does, um, you know, we've had one traditionally uh, that's been pretty good as well. And so, you know, sometimes those things line up and, and you know, hey, let's play the game. And, um, you know, we knew it. I think they knew it. It's going to be a great college basketball game. It's going to be one or two possessions. I think when you have those sort of somewhat local rivalries, like the ones you're talking about and very comparable leagues that we have, um, you know, they're all going to be great college basketball games and, and good atmospheres and, uh, and one or two possessions. And what's more exciting than that? Well, and, and, you, and you bring that point up. This is Mark Prosser, the head coach of the Winthrop Eagles. Coach, your club's been on a bit of a roll. You got to win 90 to 87 on Saturday down in Conway, South Carolina. Strangely enough, I'm sure you didn't know this at the time, but you would be handing the last loss to Cliff Ellis in his illustrious career. And with that game already being a rivalry game, going all the way back to the Big South days with Coastal and Winthrop, uh, anytime you can get to Conway and pick up a win, it's always a good feeling, Coach. I'd love to get your thoughts on getting an opportunity to go down to Conway and avenging a loss from last year against the Chanticleers. Yeah, unfortunately, I have a lot of a lot of very forgettable memories in that arena. <laughs> so it was nice to have a, a, a nice one recently. And, um, you know, they got us a couple times when I was an assistant here in the championship game down there. And, um, and you know, again, it's a rivalry that's been around Winthrop for a long time and um, obviously no longer a league rivalry, but still has a lot of fans that, um, you know, that had their eye on that one. Obviously, we didn't know Coach was um, was retiring soon after. When I heard that news, I was surprised. He was vibrant. He was engaged. He, um, you know, he coaches 
brains off. They have a really good team. And obviously he's, his career speaks for itself. And, um, you know, it's, it's still unique to me and it's still a lot of fun just sidelines and say oh my gosh the other guy down there is is cliff ellis and there whoever it is and um you know that's that's unique and that's it's humbling in a lot of ways so um you know it was very similar right i think we knew it was gonna be a one or two possession game we we're sort of you know you know it's going to be you hope it's not going to be for everybody's blood pressure um but you know it probably will be and um, you know, we were fortunate again on the road to, to get out of there with a victory. They had a, a look at a three uh, right as, the, as time ran out to tie the game. So, um, you know, we, we feel strongly about where we are. We feel good about where we are. I think, you know, we have strides to make. And obviously we have a daunting group uh, schedule coming up. And, and, and like you alluded to before. Um, but you're right. I mean, and we talked about it. Sometimes it's about how things line up. Sometimes it's about who will play. Um, and so, you know, we look forward to the next challenge, even though we get a couple of days here to, uh, to take our breath. Mark Prosser here with us on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Coach, I, I got to ask this. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get personal with you for just a second, okay? Okay. Do you still have in your wardrobe anywhere in a, in a leftover drawer beside the socks from previous Christmases and all this kind of stuff, do you still have a Beat Coastal T-shirt somewhere in your wardrobe? <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure some around here. It's you know, it's it's always coaching is such a uh, it's such a profession where you end up in a bunch of different places and, and, and you don't really necessarily get to pick and choose and um, you really try to save some um, memorabilia, I guess, or some some gear. Everybody loves <laughs> gear, right? From from everywhere you gear's been. the best, um, and so it's amazing. Gear is the best. There's there's nothing like it. Uh, players, coaches, really anybody, and so. Um, you know, certainly there's, uh, there's a lot in those closets that my wife is trying to get me to get rid of. Um, so I wouldn't be shocked. I don't know if I have it right on hand, but, uh, I'm sure it's around here somewhere. Okay. Well, let's pivot quickly here, uh, as it relates to your schedule. Look, coach, I, I don't know who's responsible ultimately for the schedule in the non-conference side for you guys. If it's you or whether it's one of your assistants, whoever's responsible, you probably need to bring them into the office and have a conversation <laughs> with them. Because, Coach, obviously this is the exam season. Usually this is the time of the year to where you kind of let the foot off the gas and you schedule a couple of extra cupcakes and just try to get yourself through <laughs> this part of the schedule. You've done no such thing. In fact, you've done the opposite. You're going to be traveling to Arkansas Little Rock on Sunday. And, and Coach, I, I'm going to be honest with you, that might be the easier of the contest coming up because then you're going to a place that you and I both love very much, Cincinnati, Ohio, as your guys yep. are going to take on the Xavier Musketeers on Saturday the 16th of December. And then you're going to go down the road to Columbia, South Carolina to take on the Gamecocks who just lost their first game of the year last night to a good Clemson squad that you know about all too well. Sure. And then just, hey, Merry Christmas, everybody. We're going to Tallahassee, <laughs> and we're going to take on Florida State. Coach, you know, is, is this Mitchell Hills doing? Do we, I mean, do we need to kind of put him aside and say, hey, Mitch, what are you doing? I mean, what's going on yeah, here, Coach? It's, <laughs> it's more Tony Rack's doing. Okay, um, okay. But, you know, well, that explains Cincinnati. Uh, we, <laughs> yeah, there's no question about it. And that's – that's a unique experience and, and, and Xavier was good enough and 
Um, you know, they did it when we were Western Carolina too, to make that game part of the Skip Prosser Classic, um, which has always been a sort of a home and home series with Wake Forest and Xavier. And, um, you know, to make this game part of that was a really cool gesture from them. And so, um, you know, it's like we talked about before, the way that things line up, um, is always unique. And, and, and we haven't had the opportunity to play down in South Carolina for a long time or play South Carolina. We'd love to have them here. Um, but yes. to play South Carolina and, and, um, you know, we've gone out of Florida state a few times as well. And, um, that little rock game was a little bit unique in that, um, you know, it was an opportunity to start a home and home on the road because you do have to start some, and, um, you know, to try to get yourself some home games the following year. So, um, you know, it, it, it all sort of comes together. And then when it's all together, you sort of look at it and say, oh, my God, what were we thinking? Um, and I think you're probably looking at it the same way that, <laughs> the same way that I am right now. But, um, you know, and, and we've talked about it before. We feel like as a program that, you know, always we want to measure ourselves against the best, some of the best in the country. And uh, when you have the opportunity to do that, we take advantage of it. There's things that, you know, that we need to do to play some of those games to help our programs and our, to help our program and our student athletes and things like that. So, um, you know, it was fortunate because, like you said before, it's nice to have some of those local games, um, local rivalries that can grow from that. I think, you know, I don't remember the last time we had the opportunity to play, you know, Clemson and Carolina in the same year. Um, and that was something that when it became a, when it became an opportunity, we couldn't turn that down for, uh, for a lot, but certainly for our fan base as well. And so um, very difficult, um, you know, obviously, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot on the road and we'll get a lot of travel in here over the next couple of weeks, but uh, we've been fortunate to be around Rock Hill for a while here and, um, you know, we, we talked about it going on the coastal. We got to start doing. If we're going to be a championship team, you have to start doing champ, what championship teams do, and and they win games on the road in tough environments. And so, um, you know, we look forward to that next challenge, and, uh, and and we'll get that on Sunday. Well, and and certainly, if if you're looking for a crucible to prepare you for Big South conference play, well, you can at least say that Tony Rack has accomplished that because you've given yourselves quite a crucible to prepare yourself for Big South conference play. Coach, just a couple minutes that we've got with you. Mark Prosser here with us on the Rush Hour Morning Show. want to talk about Kelton Talford and K.J. Doucette. Now, Kel Kelton Talford has been one of the guys that have been part of the glue of this program for quite some time now. And then you look at K.J. Doucette, who's relatively new to this program, who's had some great moments in other places. Both of those guys just accomplished 1,000 points. They do it with a very different style, but both of these guys are going to be big assets for your Winthrop program this year. If you could touch on them briefly, Kelton Talford and K.J. Doucette. Yeah, well, first, I mean, the thing they share is, is that they're both wonderful kids, um, really good people, great families, hugely supportive, um, and, and, and both really good players. And you're right, they do it in, in different ways, and they've gotten to this point in different right ways. Uh, you know, obviously, KT's been with us at Winthrop for four years, um, you know, and, and, and has had an unbelievable career and, um, you know, has had, you know, I would think, you know, this, anybody that follows college basketball or college sports knows this probably had some opportunities to maybe, um, you know, maybe look around a little bit and maybe look elsewhere, but he's been so loyal. He and his family have been so loyal to this program and, um, and this university and this athletic department in a time where um, that might be somewhat rare. Um, and, you know, what he's seeing now, unfortunately, is, is, is sort of the price you play from being a really, really good player. He was sixth in the country at football percentage uh, last year. Um, you know, so right now he's getting double and triple and quadruple teamed at times. And so he's seeing a really, really crowded floor. And, you know, when he has that, we have to put him in situations to be successful. And we have to make sure that we have, uh, you know, we have other guys that can step up and make plays when, when you sort of try to take that away. And um, to that point, you know, you, you mentioned KJ. We have several that are, but certainly KJ is, is helping with that as well. He's a very, 
very, very talented young man and um, felt very fortunate to be able to to recruit him when he did go in the transfer portal after a very, very successful career down at Fort Valley. Um, unique when you can recruit a young man that's, you know, rookie of the year in his league as a freshman and then and then player of the year in his league as a sophomore. And so, um, you know, I think for his understanding of our system and for his comfort and how he fits in, it was a really, really natural thing. And I think he's starting to feel that even more so. So, you know, those two guys are obviously, you know, are certainly playing at a high level. Um, you know, we feel like we have some other guys around that, that are doing that as well. And so, you know, I think, you know, we've shown that we can score the basketball. I think as a team, we continue to have to make strides defensively. We were doing that a little bit. Um, you know, the last couple of games, we're giving up a few too many points. So we need to refocus there. But, um, you know, if we're going to be good this year, a lot of it's going to be about KT and KJ. Um, and uh, and we're just feel very fortunate to have them in our locker room. Like I said before, just wonderful kids that, uh, that are preparing to go through finals right now. Well, Coach, one thing that I will say, of course, I've been moving my way from one side of the Coliseum to the other side, handling some of the public address duties. And this is the moment that where I, I, I feel like that I had actually gotten pinned by the team. You're coming onto okay. the floor on Tuesday night, and you look over and you said, hello, B-Rush. And the moment, that you, <laughs> the moment that you called me B-Rush just before the game, let me know, okay, I've got my pin now. I'm part of the crew. <laughs> That's, you know, I, I now belong to the crew. So, Coach, I you're, just wanted to the, thank you're that. You're in the family. You're in the family. No, no, you wouldn't what, have it any other way. No, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, Coach. I've been sitting over here listening the whole time. This is quirky. I mean, wh what do I need to do to get in the family? Show up? I guess I, I need to show, show up. up to a game, Absolutely. right? That would help. Yeah, that would certainly help. That's how bro. it starts, right? I just got to show up. If nothing else, our games aren't boring, right? It's probably going to come down to the last couple minutes, so at least it'll be fun to watch. Well, that is for sure. Coach, I want to thank you so much for spending some time with me this morning. We'll see you guys down the line. Best of luck on the road and through finals with your club. Thank you all so much. I appreciate it. Have a great day. All right. Take it easy, Coach. Folks, when we come back, talking about Wofford, another former Wofford assistant will be here on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Dustin Kearns will join us here in just a bit. We'll be back in just a moment. Trying to sell your home can be challenging, but that does not mean it has to be hard. With the higher interest rates, you may see fewer showings, fewer offers, and more negotiations. This is where your agent really matters. Being Gaston County's realtor of choice for 37 years and a top agent at Allen Tate Realtors, John R. Boland can assist you with your real estate needs, whether you're buying or selling your home. If you're seeking great service with one who is known for honesty and integrity, do not hesitate to call John R. Bolin at Allen Tate Realtors. That's 704-214-3088. 704-214-3088. John R. Bolin of Allen Tate Realtors. Belmont Body Work is here to keep your body moving, offering sports and deep tissue massage to those who are pushing their bodies to the limit, tailored massage to your body needs, and treatment plans designed to help you feel your best. Call 980-477-5424 to schedule your massage with Belmont Body Work. 980-477-5424. Keep your body moving with Belmont Body Work. 980-477-5424. Hi folks, this is Brian Rushing of the Rush Hour Morning Show. Have you heard the news? We're moving three hours of hyper-local sports talk and the best conversations to two hours, Monday through Friday, from 7 to 9 a.m. 
on the home of news, talk, and sports, AM 1450 and 101.1 FM, Gastonia, Charlotte, and streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. It's the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. I have a question for you. Do you remember this song? How sweet it is to be loved by you. Okay, let's think about this. Why is it that everyone remembers hundreds of songs almost note by note they never set out to memorize? That's the power of a sticky. When you hear a song or maybe a good advertising message for some frequency week after week for about six months, it gets in your long-term memory, even when you don't intend it to. You remember because you heard it. That's why radio is a sticky advertising medium. You can't hear a newspaper billboard or Facebook ad. Okay, TV has the power of sound too, but advertising on TV week after week can be very expensive. With radio, you can afford to get sticky. Then someone in the market of what you have to sell, hopefully they will remember you if you want them to. Take advantage of radio, the power of sound. Attention high school sports fans, are you an armchair official? You know, the parent or fan who constantly yells at the referees and loves to let everyone know just how bad you think they are. Well, if you think you could do better, then get in the game and prove it. It's time for you to suit up and make the calls where they actually count. Every sport in North Carolina needs more officials. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Back here on the Rush Hour Morning Show on AM 1450, 101.1 FM, WGNC. I think we're ready, so let's see if we can pull up Dustin Kearns, the head basketball coach of Appalachian State University. Coach, good morning. Can you hear me? Good morning, Brian. How are you? Coach, I'm 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 not as good as you, but but I'm I'm doing well. I, I want to thank you for coming on to the Rush Hour Morning Show this, this morning, Coach. I, I, I want to dive right into this. Um, Sunday, 7,000-plus inside the home center, an opportunity to face Bruce Pearl's Auburn Tigers Club. You guys get over the top. You win the ball game. And I was really moved by the press conference that you had after the game. Um, I, I didn't necessarily know that you were going to get emotional in the way that you got emotional, but but I, w- I would love for you, if you could, to describe to my listening audience some of the emotions that were truly going through your mind and heart at the time after beating Auburn 69-64 on Sunday. Well, first of all, it's great to be on the rush hour. And, and second of all, uh, just a great day for – for App State University, great today for App State Athletics and our program. You know, when I was asked a question, you know, about the court storming and kind of like what, you know, I hadn't had time to think about it. You know, I hadn't had time to think about seeing that scene um, that had never happened before in 23 years of, of the home center. But, you know, this is a job that is impossible to do at home. And, some people can work from home. Coaches, we can't. 
And so I really like thinking about my family, my assistant coaches' families, um, thinking about, you know, the long recruiting trip hours, thinking about all the, 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 the time that our wives and kids uh, spend with us away on road trips or whatever, you know, that was kind of, you know, part of it as well. Um, thinking about them and letting them enjoy that moment as well, because that was, that was a moment that was put into a lot of work by a lot of people and, um, our administration, you know, our athletic director, Doug Gillant, like just a lot of people. And so it was a great moment for a lot of people as well. Well, and it, and it could have been probably one of the biggest mile markers in your tenure. I would, I mean, obviously it's the signature win for you as a coach at Appalachian state, but I think more than anything is it gave you an opportunity. It gave you an outlet to really sort of seize the moment and talk about taking the stairs coach. I want to ask you because it's, it's ubiquitous with the program. Take the stairs. What is it meant by Appalachian state basketball when you say take the stairs? Well, sure. When I became the head coach at Presbyterian uh, two years prior, I, I talked about that in my press conference and we used that mantra there and then brought it here. It was, I, I read a book by Rory Vaden called take the stairs and it just made a lot of sense to me and, and, and my journey as a coach. And I think that a lot of times your team takes on the personality of the head coach. And so, um, I had to take the stairs journey in coaching and I wanted our, our program to, to roll up our sleeves, do the work the old fashioned way, but take the stairs as a mentality. And at the end of the day, to sum it up, it just means you don't want it easy that you're going to take the hard route when the hard route is needed, you know, over the easy route. And so many people, um, 95% of the people in the world are literally going to take an escalator or an elevator over a stairs, 95%. And so we want to be different and we're not afraid to be different and taking the stairs is different. And you, you, you have a different mindset and you have that chip on your shoulder that you're, you no, no, you don't want it easy. And, um, you know, I thought that, I, you know, this is year five. I, I, being in, in it, I definitely think after after winning 18 games in year one, going to the NCAA tournament in year two, finishing second in year three, um, beating a power five in year four for the first time in eight years, and then pre in five, preseason pick second. Like, the perception of App State basketball has changed, and it changed right away, I felt like. There were, there were stairs along the way. Um, but if there was any doubt after Sunday, hosting a national televised program like Auburn at home in Boone, if there was any doubt that the perception of App State basketball hadn't changed, I think that's, that this officially confirmed it. Well, there's no question. Dustin Kearns here with us on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Coach, one of the things that, you know, you talked about the time at Presbyterian, 
Um, recently, we had Quentin Farrell on the show talking about life at Presbyterian College, coaching in the Big South, so on and so forth. Of course, you very clearly have experience as the head coach at Presbyterian College at one time in your coaching career. For Quentin Farrell, what was, what was some of the conversation, if you had any with Coach Farrell, what was some of the conversation that you had with him about coaching at Presbyterian? What's some of the things that you would have told a younger Dustin Kearns about coaching at a place like Presbyterian? Yeah, you know what? Um, when I when I got to App State, we saw each other on the road recruiting, and I'm cheering for Quentin. He's done a really good job this year, and they're yes. also a really good start. And, um, you know, Quentin played at Presbyterian. He coached there. And so he he certainly understands the place as well, and um, I don't I don't remember the the you know the exact conversations. I know one time when like I said his first year there, my first year, we we watched a game together on the road recruiting, and we just talked about the wonderful people at the place, and 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 just you know certainly wished him the best there. But you know. From him playing there and coaching there, I think he certainly has a different perspective. You know, I was kind of an outsider coming in there. And sometimes that's healthy. You know, sometimes it's healthy to have someone uh, that hasn't been there come in because they got a lot of new fresh ideas and they don't know how things have, quote, been done. And sometimes uh, this is the way we always have done it. It's not always the, you know, the certainly the, 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 the route needed at that time but Quentin's done a really good job this year I saw their team play they, he's really assembled a really great roster and um and I think that uh they're, they're they're poised to have a really really good season they beat Vanderbilt this year I mean just a tremendous win well and, and I think they're going to surprise some folks in the Big South Conference speaking of the Big South Conference just a moment ago had an opportunity to bring Mark Prosser of the Winthrop Eagles onto the show we talked to him about you know, navigating things through exams, scheduling, so on and so forth. Coach, I want to talk to you about your scheduling a little bit because, you know, obviously um, it, it's kind of serendipitous that, you know, you get a big win at home against Auburn and now you get to kind of go on the road a little bit. Of course, you had a game against Central Penn. You were able to win that one relatively easy. But now you're going to go on the road. You're going to be taking on a Queens University of Charlotte team at the Levine Center next week. Then you're going to take on Gardner-Webb, of all places, in Greensboro. And then you're going to be playing the defending Big South Conference champion, UNC Asheville, in Hickory, North Carolina. What was some of the mechanics of putting a schedule like that together? And, and certainly you didn't necessarily know that you were going to beat a team like Auburn in Boone. But it created itself an opportunity for you guys to go on the road and kind of show what you're about to a lot of different locations that still have good support amongst the fan bases for Ab State. No, absolutely, and I'm glad you brought it up because we have so many wonderful alumni. We have 140,000 living alumni, and the, uh, most uh, we have so many in the Charlotte, the Greensboro, and Hickory area. And so as we're in exams right now, exams start today for us, so I wish our players all the best there, and, and that was part of – uh, trying to be at home so our guys could be in class. And now, you know, next week there's graduation in the home center. So we have to play on the road and getting a game in Charlotte against Queens, who's 
one of the been consistently one of the best programs in the state of North Carolina. Queens has been very good going on the road, playing a true road game. will be is going to be a tremendous test for us against a well-coached Queens team. And then let's travel around and play in the state was kind of the, the thought. And playing in Greensboro in a neutral site where the Greensboro Swarm play, so it'll be a neat little venue for our guys. And just playing neutral games, you know, I think from scheduling, getting caught up in home and homes, and now it's a two-year deal. It just it doesn't allow a lot of flexibility. And so uh, us and Gardner-Webb, you know, had the, had the idea, let's just meet somewhere amongst the state, give our fans in a different area a chance to come watch us play a neutral game. Um, and Gardner-Webb just beat undefeated Western Carolina last week. Coach Kraft always is, has the Bulldogs at the top of the league. And then, like you say, then we go to Hickory. App State, just tar- we just started a Hickory campus this year. So it's a great opportunity uh, to, to get in Hickory and uh, showcase, you know, our program and just showcase App State University, make, make people in Hickory more aware of what's going on with Appalachian State University and, and letting them know they could have the opportunity to go to school uh, at our Hickory campus. Um, but playing UNC Asheville, who, who won the league last year, won the they won the regular season, they won the tournament, and this year they're picked to win the regular season, picked to win the tournament. And another neutral game is a, just a, another tremendous opportunity for us. So we've got our hands full. We've got three really difficult games coming up, but also the opportunity to travel around in, in, in front of our awesome fans and alumni, it was very strategic. Uh, once again, three of our biggest, uh, three of our biggest markets—Charlotte, Greensboro, and Hickory—we're getting ready to touch uh, in, in about an eight-day span. Well, and I'm sure a lot of the hope and the expectation is going to be that a lot of those folks that see you in some of these neutral site venues are going to be able to make the trek up to Boone at some point in January and watch you guys as you go through the Sunbelt Conference schedule. Dustin Kearns here with us on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Coach, the one thing that, you know, you can control to some degree the non-conference schedule. You don't really have a ton of control as it relates to your league schedule. And the folks in the Sunbelt Conference didn't really do you any favors at all. You guys are going to be coming out of the holiday break, and you're going to be playing Louisiana Monroe at home in the home center. Then you guys are going to go on a lengthy road trip that's going to include South Alabama, Troy, Coastal Carolina, and then James Madison to start out the conference year effectively on a, fo- on a four-game road trip before you even able, are able to settle in to your spring semester inside the home center, that's got to be a daunting task. I mean, because you can't necessarily rest on the laurels of a win against Auburn when it comes against Louisiana Monroe, and the road trip itself in the Sun Belt is going to be difficult enough, and they decided to just make back-to-back weekends against it for you. You may want to have a conversation with somebody in the Sunbelt Conference about scheduling because they did you no favors to open up that schedule. <laughs> well, um, it, it, I, yes, I, okay. It's um, the Sunbelt is an absolute beast. Okay, I really feel like we are one of the, if not the toughest one bid league in the country. Now, I think our league is moving to hopefully maybe get multiple bids. We're not there yet, but we are trending in the right direction. However, 
we got 14 dogs fighting for one bone and it's a beast and as i might not be sending a christmas card yes to the sunbud office this year for their <laughs> you know getting first four, four of the five on the road we do i think come back with four at home after that i i, I really don't know our schedule after that the only thing i will say in the sunbelt office defense they are they are building a schedule for 28 teams when you're dealing with men's and women's basketball and you've got facility things dealing you're putting a schedule together for 28 programs that is extremely difficult and and so the only positive of it is when we are on the road for those for uh, four in a row our students are home and so having home games here during that time maybe we wouldn't have the type of atmosphere so i've tried to look at it it is a positive that when we have some home games on the back end our students are back in uh, in school in session um but but certainly with ulm we need people to come up the mountain and i think this team just deserves it i think for what we did i think we're off to the best start since 1988-89 season and um I, I just think this team is um uh deserves it you know and and and, and has earned just a great home court atmosphere um you know a home court atmosphere can do one of two things it, it, it can really raise the level of your team or it can hurt and distract and bother the opponent. And I thought against Auburn, it did both. And, and we can continue to do both. It doesn't have to be Auburn playing here. Like at the end of the day, App State's playing. Yes. And I think that's, uh, I think that's where we've got to continue to elevate and grow is, you know, just people coming to support App State um, and, and we can have, we can do that. We can have that atmosphere more and more and more. And, uh, and, but I, I definitely think this team is deserves it and earned it to this point. Well, coach, your club is seven and two on this year. And, and coach, I will say this, the only thing that surpasses your thoughtfulness is your diplomacy, because that was a very diplomatic answer as it relates to the Sunbelt conference. So I've certainly got to commend you on that one. Coach, I'm, I'm looking forward to making my way up to the home center. Um, there is, a, this is a clarion call for those that follow App State basketball. Get to the home center to follow this club because this is a club that is definitely on the rise and getting a lot of attention at the national level. Dustin Kearns, thank you so much for spending some time with us this morning on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Give Katie Pate and Kermit Smith our best. They're friends of the show also. And um, we, we really we really appreciate you spending some time with us here on this Thursday morning. Well, I'm honored to be on the Rush Hour. Thank you so much. And look forward to having you up. Uh, we'll take care of you. We'll get you some App State gear when you come up. And as always, go Mountaineers, take the stairs. Yes, sir. Thank you, Coach. Folks, when we come back on Thank the you. other side of the break, we'll put a bow on this Thursday morning on the Rush Hour Morning Show. We'll be right back on your homeowners, it's time for a fresh start. Are you tired of getting lost on a sea of products? Do you long for expert advice and personalized service? It's time to break up with your big box store and upgrade to Home Outlet. Now open at 1495 East Franklin Boulevard. Say goodbye to limited choices at high prices. Say hello to the largest selection of in-stock kitchens, baths, floors, and more, all at a guaranteed low price. Visit store manager Chris and his experienced team at your 100% employee-owned Home Outlet today or shop online at homeoutlet.com. 
Where can you find hyperlocal sports talk in Gaston County? Where can you find the best conversation with the movers and shakers of local sports talk? That's right. You find it right here on the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. on the home of News Talk and Sports. WGNC AM 1450 and 101.1 FM, Gastonia, Charlotte, and streaming online, WGNCRadio.com. It's the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. Rebels Contracting Services has specialized in the healthcare imaging industry since 1986. Located in Gastonia, Rebels Contracting is now hiring. Rebels offers competitive pay, vacation and holiday pay, 401k and insurance. If you'd like to join the Rebels Contracting team, check us out online at rebelscontracting.com or call 704-864-2000. That's 704-864-2000. Since the beginning of 2023, the Rush Hour Morning Show has become your go-to for hyper-local sports talk. Whether you listen for scores and analysis, compelling conversations, or that bit of fun in the morning, the Rush Hour Morning Show has grown a sizable audience in Gaston County and surrounding areas. Our podcast numbers reflect a robust listenership. This listenership is made up of people searching for your products and services. We would love to tell your company's story. Email us at rushhourwgnc at gmail.com or call 704-689-3820 to find out how your business can tell its story affordably on our Rush Hour Morning Show. That number again, 704-689-3820 or email us rushhourwgnc at gmail.com. The Rush Hour Morning Show, your source for hyper-local sports talk and hyper-local advertising. All right, folks, let's get started. Parents, thanks for coming. As many of you know, I'm Coach Mather. Tonight I want to talk about the season, of which I only have one expectation, that everybody gets stronger. When I say get stronger, I'm not referring solely to physical strength. Sure, we'll be in the weight room, we'll be running stairs, but we're also going to focus on developing mental toughness and grit because those are the characteristics that allow us to achieve greatness both on and off the court. So how do we develop those things? By getting comfortable with a challenge, by cultivating the confidence necessary to overcome adversity in all forms. That's why I coach. That's my purpose. Every member of this team can lean on me, and I'll teach them how they can lean on themselves and each other. This message presented by the NCHSAA and the North Carolina Athletic Directors Association. Back here on the Rush Hour Morning Show on this Thursday morning. That is what I'm talking about. Getting it done over there, B-Rush. Mark Prosser followed by Dustin Kearns. Look, if you follow mid-major basketball in this area, doesn't get any better than that. Those are a couple of great conversations. We'll put them up on the podcast in due course. I do want to ask you this, because you're you're working on something. I'm working on something. 
Do I need to go ahead and take what we do typically oh, in this part of the show? Come on. You kidding me? Okay. All right. Hit the well, red light. Then hit the, hit, just look. Hit the red light. Look. I got a computer in one hand, a mic on my head. I'm over here collecting publish date now. Explicit content? I don't. Do we have any explicit content on this show? I don't think so. No, we, usually you, we beat that the, out. Right. It, I, that's what that's for. <clears throat> then next, let's see. Create episode. I'm working, baby. I, like, I got, I got, I'm ready for three things. I got, I got two hands going, my mouth working, listening to you, looking at the computer. You're grabbing that computer like it's a pina colada or something. If it was, I'd be drinking it. Yeah, yeah, please please don't drink my Look, computer. Uploading. Uh, no, I would have drank the pina colada. 11.30, hour two, Joby Thomas, Charlotte 49ers analyst. Okay. Isaiah Cozart, Eastern Kentucky basketball. Stash action. Lizards in Christmas tree. Which? <laughs> basketball officials wearing tight shirts. Published right now. Check it out. Which? On the we, podcast. We did have some of that Tuesday night in Rock Hill. That was from last week, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So anyway, just put that out right now. So you can go check that out on the podcast. I'll tell you what else you need to check out. Yeah, because because again we're working. Yeah, we're we're working. These people do the same thing. We're getting this thing done. So I got something for you to check out. If you're working at a dead end job, or if you're you know sitting around drawing unemployment, which is kind of a waste of time because you don't get much of your money anyway, you're better off finding a great reputable place to go work. Let's be honest. And there's and you want to take the stairs doing it. Absolutely. And there's no better place to go and give it a shot for what we're talking about than Revels Contracting Services because right now they are hiring. They've been around since 1986. They're located in Gastonia. They're hiring site superintendents, electricians, drywall and ceiling installers, as well as medical imaging install technicians. Now, look, I know what a superintendent is. I know what an electrician is. I know what a sheetrock guy is. Medical imaging install technician? That sounds like a pretty highfalutin job to me. I don't know what that is, but I tell you what is highfalutin. Because if that's you and you're going to get that kind of money, being a medical imaging install technician, Revels offers competitive pay, vacation, holiday pay, 401k, as well as insurance, Brian. Oh, mama's springing for the two-car carport this time. <laughs> She's ready, cuz. Look, if you would like to join the Revels contracting team, Check them out online, revelscontracting.com. All those uh, job listings available right now. As may, as maybe as well as some more. Maybe we should check that out next time before we uh, before we talk about this. Oh, if you if you work there, you get in the table beside the chocolate fountain at the Golden Corral. Well, I, I want to tell you something else. Listen, maybe maybe you're looking to be hired as something else, and your job's not listed, but you're in the construction business. Maybe you're in the healthcare imaging industry, right? It's real easy. Pick up the phone, call 704-864-2000, Jason Crisp. Tell him you're looking for employment, and I just about bet you he'll find something for you. He's crispy. He is, isn't he? <laughs> Man, we get to do this. Isn't that crazy? It really is. This, this. Is, Brian, I've got to go out and feel the energy of 50, 60, 70,000 people, and this is the most fun thing I've ever done in my life. Really? Yeah. I've told you that before. As far as entertainment and all that stuff. Oh, speaking of, speaking of. Okay. If you're just joining the show, <laughs> what, what? I came on hot. Yeah, you came. You came. You were, you were warm. Hot. Sizzling. All right. Uh, what, what did I say? Mess with the bull. You might get, hey, you might get, you might get gored, right? Yep. I got some great news. Guy was trying to poke the, he was trying to poke the bull. Bull was just buying his own business in the barn, right? 
Guy walked up and tried to poke him. Well, guess what? The guy got escorted out of the barn. <laughs> yeah, handled his business. Uh, stepped up to the plate, did the right thing, made an apology. My bad. Something was misunderstood. I apologize. And uh, just like that, Brian, situation rectified. Isn't that nice? There you go. Own your stuff, handle your business, and things always work out. Ain't that crazy? Now, if you don't know what I'm talking about, unfortunately for you, you might be in the dark. But the good news is, if you tune back later today, you can go back to 722 and listen to the podcast. This is true. It's going to be on there, right? Just this like is true. I'm starting to get the dings on my phone for notifications of Spotify. So yeah. go check it out. Spotify, yeah. Apple, even SoundCloud still. Yep. But yeah, go check it out. Um, you know, had uh, let's see, what we have yesterday. Uh, ye- yesterday we had uh, B Rush overnight scores, which we start every show off like that, right? Right. Uh, then we talked about Belmont Roadkill, <laughs> which is not a band. That's, no, no, that's not a band. Or, or a playing sport. at the lodge. It, listen, it is not a sport. It's not a local lacrosse team or no, anything it's, like it's that. Not, it's not that. Nope. Uh, we talked about Belmont Roadkill, uh, local sports, and then uh, Coach Cody Coops. From uh, South Point, join us to talk about his basketball program as well as a bunch of other things. Which I get to see him and Nate, his Red Raiders Tuesday night. And really excited. I, I need dude, to, dude, they've been on the Eastern European tour or something. They, they, they really am. Yeah, they ain't been around since last year. I they, mean. They ain't played at home like since 2020. They yeah, been, I think I was down near Rock Hill. I think I drove by their bus one night. Yeah, so. second was going the other way. Right. Wasn't even coming home. It was headed south. Right. Yeah, I don't know where they were going. Anyway, I uh, had Coach Coobs on yesterday. Uh, well, you know, we we talked about the uh, it's an unfortunate situation, but we talked about the Honey Hunters, you know, filing for bankruptcy yesterday, and it's kind of something that you and I. I'm not going to say the writing was on the wall, but you know, well, it, I'll it, say it. The writing was on the wall. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> I didn't want to say it. I, I, look, I, I mean, look, I said it, enough stuff on here. Uh, but you know, they filed for bankruptcy, and we talked a little local college basketball yesterday, and then we had. Uh, Coach Pruitt from Belmont Middle School live in studio yesterday. Unfortunately for a coach, guys couldn't get the job done yesterday and uh, and uh, finished as a county runner-up. But fortunately for Mount Holly, they uh, congratulations to those guys, those kids. They uh, won the county championship in soccer. And then a good did, soccer team. Yeah, and then today we had a great show today, man. Loaded. Like I would have been if that computer was a pina colada because I'd have probably chugged that thing and been <clears> buzzing <throat> right now. <laughs> And tomorrow, bring me one tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow. Yeah, my guy. Okay, who's that? Grant Leonard. Oh yeah, I forgot about Coach. Okay, Grant Leonard gets an opportunity to watch Appalachian State roll into the Levine Center. I'm telling you, Wednesday night. Okay. Yeah. I don't think there's anything on the schedule. Okay. For me, I don't think I've got a game to do. Uh huh. I may have to make the trip to the Levine Center. Okay. Because when you've got App State, I, I, I'm telling you, that's that's going to be an opportunity for Grant Leonard's club to do something that would certainly stoke the interest of the Charlotte community and certainly start stoke the interest of that fan base. That's um that's a big opportunity for the Royals. Okay, look, can I give somebody a free plug? Sure. Because if I do, I might get something in return for half price. Uh, okay. <laughs> so I'm gonna work on a deal for. So, we, from, so you're bartering, basically. Well, I, yeah. Okay. I think I think that's what you call it, right? Okay. Trade off. That's what we used to call it. Sure. Trade off. Okay. 
You're talking about a pina colada. Um, you, you know, we're looking to do something different, have a different tradition this Christmas, right? So, uh, friend of the show, Adrian Miller. What do you think I'm going for? Who think we'll get drunk? I have no idea where we're going with this. <laughs> we'll get drunk, lay around the house. Nah, that's not happening. But, uh, you know, friend of the show, uh, 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 what's this deal? Assistant? What's Adrian Miller's deal over in Gastonia? Assistant Gastonian? city manager? Yeah, something like that. Some kind of overpaid government job. Anyway. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> anyway, look, he just got married, right? Yeah, he did. Married a beautiful lady. She's high, She's respect. She's a really nice first-class lady. Uh, formerly Dodie Shibley, now Dodie Miller. Mrs. Miller is what we call her at the workout facility. Meet, meet right? the Millers. Yeah, meet, well, I don't think she wants to be in that show. No, I'm just, I'm no, just not at all. But if she was Jennifer Aniston, you know, just throwing that out there, we might be drunk laying around the house at Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Easy, big fella. Listen, she's making these rum cakes, right? Okay. uh, Yeah, like mini rum bunt cakes. She just gave me the pricing on these things. Look, check this out, Brian. Um, She's going to be in town. She can make these cakes all the way up into Christmas Eve. All right? Listen to this. All these cakes come in a white box with a bow, so it's ready to be gifted. Minis are a single serving. Only five bucks each. Dude, you can't can't get a king-size big cup Reese for five bucks. Uh She's selling loaves for 15 bucks, large cakes 10 inches in diameter for 30 bucks. Are you kidding me? I think I'm going to order about $100 worth of mini cakes and give them away. I think that'll be a nice gift, right? If I don't eat half of them. Because those Yeah, uh, cuz I've seen you work on some Nemo cakes and uh, Okay, I got some I got some bad news for those uh what's what's that place? What are, where's those little cakes I got yesterday? Nothing but cakes. Yes. The minis? Right. Oh, that that dozen's gone. It made it 24 hours. Whole dozen's gone. <laughs> That's one every other hour. I guess. Hey, you know what? You know what? Once you put it that way, I had, a pretty, I had a pretty good pace. See? Had a pretty good pace going in. See? See? I'm, I'm here for you. That's, that's not bad at all. Anyway, I think that's a great deal, and uh, I'm going to reach out to her and order some of those suckers. Okay. I think they'd make a great Christmas gift. Okay. What do you think? Go for it. Yeah, I am. I mean, you know. Working on it right now. There you go. Since you had me do all those... Uh, <laughs> Podcast, and I can wow. work on. Okay. I can work on something on my time. It'd be nice. Okay. Look at this thing. Uh, before we go off, let me show you the picture of these. Okay. Look at this. While you're showing me that picture, Grant I'm not, Leonard. I'm, I'm not joking. Eight o'clock hour. Okay. That's really elegant, isn't it? That is. That is. That's a really nice gift. That's ritzy. Yeah. That's for, for that kind of money. I think she's gonna get a tip. Okay. Here's a tip for you. You shouldn't have married Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh, no, congratulations to those two, man. They're great. They're really good people. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. This, this was the direction that this show ended that I was afraid was the direction this show was going to end. Uh. Best of luck today to Kramerton and Belmont yeah. vying for the middle school volleyball championship. Grant Leonard in studio tomorrow. A.J. McKee, the sharpshooter for the Royals. He'll be calling in at about 8.40. We'll be wrapping up this week on the Rush Hour Morning Show tomorrow until we're back here at 7 a.m. Have a fantastic day. Glenn Beck comes on at 9 a.m. God bless, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. We thank you for tuning in to this Rush Hour Morning Show podcast. Don't forget, folks, we jam three hours of content into two hours every single day, Monday through Friday, from 7 to 9 a.m. 
on the Rush Hour Morning Show, WGNC AM 1450, 101.1 FM, streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. Until we're back with you again for the next Rush Hour Morning Show podcast, thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time.